Face the Music, a pre-yellow song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like James Crow. This is Face the Music, a pre-yellow song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero seven seven. Wave the flag and stop the train. Wave the Flag and Stop the Train was released on March 31st, 1967 as the B-side of I Can Hear the Grass Grow. But it wasn't always supposed to be that way. The original plan was to have a song called Move as the flip side. Unfortunately, mixing Move on January 30th, 1967 was fraught with problems, so the song was tossed aside and Flag took its place on the single. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And so now we're... Oh, oh crap. Oh, crap. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop the train. You sound like some of our listeners. <laughs> it's the ones that keep screaming, stop, stop, stop. Stop this train. Wave that flag and stop the train. With this song, I'm seeing more and more what the move we're about, which is actually kind of highlighting the strengths of the members of the band. It's kind of the opposite of an electric light orchestra. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Richard Tandy. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, we've got Bevan really contributing to the sound. I mean, you got not as intricate as the last song, but still pretty good. And you got those booming basses in there to add some stuff that usually you hear in psychedelic music where they try to make that big sound. So once it starts kicking in, you get that heartbeat thing and some great bass playing there and it all comes together it's just it's a fun song and it just doesn't depart too much from everything else around the time i don't know if they're trying to do more parody in this one or i got that more with the last one but this one is okay it, i mean it's a lot of fun, but it's something that I would expect to be the second track on the album, <laughs> leading in off of one of the singles on a 60s album, because they're trying to throw the singles on there, too. They usually had something that just followed one of them, and then you get a couple other songs before they get to one of the other big songs or the big creative thing that they do. Seven, eight minute <laughs> uh, masterpiece that all the critics will talk about forever, and that you don't hear until you're 30. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> that you, you skip over or don't rip because, my God, do we really need seven minutes of this? It's another move song that has the same effect on me. It's okay. It's not bad. But the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. Once again, it went from, it's okay. It's not really doing anything for me to, you know, I do actually like this. I, I, I like this. This is nice. Again, not love, but like. I'll listen to it and I'll enjoy it. Roy Wood has a lot of talent and he here he has this great talent of ripping off the Beatles without ripping off the Beatles. I mean with Mike Sheridan 
they just pulled right from the Beatles records. I mean, you can hear the end of some of their songs. It's exactly like the end of Twist and Shout, or there are bits that they lifted from Beatles songs that sound exactly what they put into their songs. I'm picking up a really heavy, I feel fine guitar lick vibe from this. But without it being a straight copy of the I feel fine guitar lick. It's played the same way that I feel fine is, but he's not playing the same notes. And it's not like he's playing the same notes a little higher up or lower up on the fret or in a different key or with a capo or or whatever. He's playing different notes than what George Harrison played, but he's playing it in the same way that George Harrison played, if that makes any sense. (laughs) It makes sense because that may be why the song sounded a bit familiar to me. (laughs) Yeah. That, That makes a little bit more sense now. However, I Feel Fine was still... It was bridge Beatles, basically, where they mm-hmm. started experimenting a little bit, but it's still obviously their old sound. Yeah. This, they add in more of the um, extra stuff to make it clear, even though I still kind of have the feeling, move love psychedelic music about as much as Frank Zappa did. <laughs> <laughs> Means to an end to have yeah. some fun and make fun of the hippie culture. Yeah, at first I thought... Is that from a monkey song? What monkey song is that? And then I sat in silence and ran it. Oh, I feel fine. Which makes sense since a lot of monkeys, the early stuff anyway, was pretty much to sound exactly like the Beatles in 65 or so. On purpose. Yeah, Yeah, on purpose. That's the whole point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bevan, he's definitely not flailing and kicking up a storm like he did on, what was it? Was it Disturbance last week? Disturbance or I Can Hear the Grass Grow. Both of them, Bevan does pretty good. But he's not just sitting there bass, snare, bass, bass, snare. He's definitely got some action going on here. Yeah, that move bass. Uh, That's something I've never heard in any other song. Not that I've heard every song ever, but it definitely gives it a move sound. What you said. I think it's great that everybody here in the move gets to do something, and it's not Roy Wood saying, you do that, let's record. Trevor Burton's bass on Mm -hmm. here is very typical of what you would hear in British psychedelic music, but it's better. He's a lot more skillful at it, so it's not just the usual kind of sound you would hear say with the rolling stones 2000 light years from home a lot of them try to do that raga thing with the bass as well as the guitars that indian type of sound Mm -hmm. he's playing more off of a rock sound and improvising off of it a little bit in a jazz way. And it's adding a lot more musically to this song because the song itself, yeah, the lyrics are 
Lyrics could be just a monkey's song, to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it, it, they're not, they're not that deep or anything. It's. I think I have heard most of the monkey songs, and it's hard to pick one in my head where Mickey or Davy is singing about a girl trying to commit suicide by throwing herself off the last train to Clarksville, or any kind of train, <laughs> or really any kind of suicide. <laughs> I didn't quite get that out of this. Well, that's why he's screaming to wave the flag and stop okay. the train. The girl wants to throw herself off the train because she's bummed out. Because oh, I didn't, I didn't get up. that. Okay, yep. I just heard a bunch of guys yelling, "Wave the flag and stop the train!" <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, well, I looked up the lyrics. I mean, this is something that I'm liking about the move. Whether I like the song or hate it, and so far I haven't hated any move songs, but I've at least liked. At least the lyrics are interesting. I think we're only four songs in, and I'm seeing a trend with Roy Wood writing songs about people who are going through mental anguish. I feel bad for the person in the song, but Sweet Jesus is so much more interesting than 90% of rock songs, which are all about, we're in love, we broke up, I'm sad. And that's about it. So I'm digging Roy Wood's writing, lyric writing anyway. Yeah, now I'm looking at the lyrics and I'm seeing that here. Just in case anybody's wondering if I'm an idiot, no, I actually have a reason to be distracted today. So that's probably why I didn't catch it as much as I probably would have. I wasn't paying as much attention to the lyrics as I was. So when I first heard it, besides, you know, don't stop the train, wave the flag, whatever, suicide seemed to worm its way into my ear through all of that. And I've listened to it a bunch of times this morning. And I looked up the lyrics so that I could do, available only on the expanded episodes of this podcast, is a segment called Roy's Poetry Corner, where mm. I read the lyrics to the songs. Because it's tough to hear the lyrics when you're listening to the songs, and we only play snippets. But Roy's lyric writing is so good and so interesting that I think it really deserves its own segment in the show where I read the lyrics. As if I'm in some beatnik jazz club. Wave your flag and stop the train. Stop the train. Stop the train. And at the end, everybody applauds with snaps. <laughs> yep, at the end, everybody snaps. Ah! <laughs> Seems like it so far with every move song. <laughs> we'll see if things get perkier uh, later on. Yeah, I have seen a pattern here. <laughs> Got something to say about wave the flag and stop the train. Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Enjoy the podcast? Then let us know with the universal expression of love, cash. You get swell extras when you subscribe at patreon.com slash ELOPod. At the $1 an episode tier, you can hear shows a week before the rest of the world. And at the $2 tier, you get expanded episodes with bonus material only found at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Help a poor man build a pretty dream and give us lots of money at patreon.com slash ELOPod. say hey this is dr troy and while i know that wave the flag and stop the train is the b-side to i can hear the grass grow a song which i love i have to admit i like wave the flag and stop the train better it's quirkier i mean i haven't heard a song about 
an attempted suicide that's as catchy as this song is. And despite the catchy feel, the tune, the beat, Roy's concern about the protagonist in the song is palpable. It almost makes me wonder if it is based on an event that really happened or if he knew someone that had tried to commit suicide in this manner. I don't know, but certainly it's amazing how he can sound so plaintive in his vocals and in the lyrics and yet at the same time put it to a catchy beat. I guess only someone like Roy Wood could do that. In terms of melody and rhythm, this song reminds me of a Knight Rider song, although certainly I don't think they would have ever done a song with lyrics like this. I really love the backing vocals. They are amazing, and especially at the end of the song, when the backing vocals ascend before it ends. That is beautiful. And again, an amazing job. And Bev Bevan's drumming, incredible. He was only, what, 21, 22 when this song was recorded. But he really does a good job keeping the beat going. Another winner from the move. And special kudos to Roy Wood for coming up with some of the most offbeat lyrics I've ever heard. Talk to you next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero seven six. Flowers in the Rain. 